The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. This is Atlanta's exclusive home for Atlanta Braves baseball, bringing you the latest on the Braves all year. Now the fan presents the Braves Clubhouse Report. High fly ball, deep left center. That one's arcing toward the stands. It's gone. Presented by Arrow Exterminators. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Smashed high in the air, deep right field, out to the chop house, and it's gone. This is the home of the Braves, the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Now, yep. the Braves Clubhouse Report. Sorry, I'm new to this whole thing. <laughs> Very nervous. It's it is the Braves Clubhouse Report. What do you pride yourself on when you do your FM DJ voice? Hitting the post. Yeah. You just missed the post. Again, this is uh, this is virgin territory for me. Co-hosting the uh, Braves Clubhouse Report, K-Mac and Wiley Ballard, the wild one, are off today. And uh, it's Domino and Cellini. And Mark Bowman is with us from MLB.com. Mark, always good to see you. Thanks for coming by. Let's turn his mic on, shall we? I think well, we're our, off to a rousing start. I think we're the, for this the way, program right I hope, now. I hope you can be that good again. Yeah, you, you were just great just then, but I hope you can do All right, take yeah, two, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Thanks for coming. It, on. it is great to be on this show, especially when Kevin's not on it. <laughs> Perfect. And you know what? Whatever we just did to my microphone, do that to Kevin's microphone. Wow! Oh future. my goodness! <laughs> wow! It's, this is a tough room. Jeez! All right, tough room. So here's a couple of things that we were talking about, and you have. First of all, how long have you been with MLB.com? I don't even know if I know. This, this. is my 24th season. So you know, t- 2001, it started up, and I don't think any of us knew what it was going to be. Are you was... shocked that you're still doing it for the same team? Because I don't know how that yeah. world works. Like, could they move you around to ask you to go cover another team? I'll be honest. There was a. You know, I grew up in. Wheeling, West Virginia, which is, you know, outside of Pittsburgh. And there was a point in time where they asked me, you know, about 2007, you oh, want to go do the no. Pirates? You know, you interested in going back home? And I re- I'll be honest, I didn't think about it. Can I long. ask, honestly, it is not disparaging. And I don't want to get you in internet trouble. Yeah. Covering the Pittsburgh Pirates for the last, since 2007, how miserable a human being do you think you would have been by now? It would be tough to stay with a team. And, I, and you know what, instead of disparaging the Pirates, we'll just say that, you know, part of the reason I've been able to do this for 24 years has been you've seen a lot of, you know, happy people, a, a great organization, a winning, uh, you know, this team has won, you know, for a majority of those 24 years. And, and that, that does make it easier. But you've seen, the, tran- the, you, you've yeah. seen the transition from the division streaks to the rebuild to where we are now. What's yeah. the biggest difference you've noticed between the first go around when they were winning versus now? Um, you know, I mean, I, I think that – the one thing we've been very fortunate with is just to see John Sherholtz be very successful, that model, and then just to see Alex come up and pick up the pieces there at the end of that 2017 season where it seemed like this organization had hit a low point right in the middle of the the, the rebuild. Uh, the biggest change, you know, I, I think that, you know, we all see it in the media world in terms of, um, you know, maybe exactly what – the, the access and that kind of stuff. We, we still have great access, but 
with social media coming in, that kind of stuff. But in terms of an organization, I think the Braves have to take a lot of pride in the fact that, that you know, John Sherholtz came in here and Bobby Cox, what they did in the late 80s, early 90s is incredible. And for Alex to come in, and I know a lot of the rebuild had been done, but to, to finish that puzzle – and to put this team in, an or, in a position to maybe have another 14, 15 winning. So years. We, I, we, I talk about fandom. Um, you sort of, Nick, you sort of have the negative-ish version. I'm situation to situation. My point is in 2021 when they win a World Series after you've been covering this, mm-hmm. you're allowed to say that you felt good about it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think, so. I think some guys are kind of like, well, you know, my job is to cover – it's not necessarily. But you to build, be especially you, Mark. You're on the road. You build relationships right. with these guys. Yeah, you want to see people around you successful. Are there going to be people you don't like? Sure, sure. I mean, you know, any any workplace, you put 25 people in a, a spot. There's mm-hmm. there's going to be somebody you don't like. But no, I I've said that. You you know, you, yeah, you want to be impartial. You know, tell it. Mm-hmm. Report the news. Don't be a cheerleader, all this kind of stuff. But I think you can still be happy that you've known Brian Snicker for 20-plus years. And to see a man have that, you know, have that championship and know what the journey was and to know that, uh, you know, what, you know, that meant to Freddie Freeman and, and anybody else, Dansby Swans and everybody else involved in that, that, that you've known since they were 17 years old or whatever, especially Freddie, you know, mm-hmm. Dansby being a – uh, college guy, but anyhow, you get it. You you you've seen these kids grow. Yeah, you're going to be happy for them. I'm not, you know, you're not going to go out and, uh, you know, do the tomahawk chop or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. That that you, you didn't wear your Braves jersey right. under yeah. the press box. Yeah, exactly. But you can still have the emotion of. I think you're happy for the right. people. That's right. Yes, exactly. You're, and I, I'm happy for Dayton Moore last year when or when he wins it for Kansas City right. or when he won last year with Texas. You know. The people around you, you're happy for them. And that's the one thing people don't realize either. When the organizations are winning, our job is easier. Yeah. Our job is fun when they're winning. Unless they really, really stink. Because there is, there's a storyline in stinking. You know, my mantra has always been, if you're right in the middle, you don't do me any it good It wasn't a lot job. of fun when the Braves are really bad. No, no, no. But it was, but it was a storyline. Who needs to go? Who needs to stay? How are you going to fix this? And in your world, it's storyline driven as well. What's the storyline? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think, you know, Dave O'Brien, from the, you know, with the athletic, he tells a story about the, he had the Marlins in '97, and then the, he had the Marlins in '98. <laughs> and, and to think about what Leland called them all in the writers, and he said, "I don't want to see this in print anywhere. I don't want you know. I don't want to see it in a book." I was, you know, but obviously been told. But he's like, "We are going to be horse, whatever, you know, uh-huh. manure this year." It, it there was as much. He, Dave says, "Hey, look that that season." It may not have been the same kind of excitement, but it, it created uh, a know, story plenty line. of storylines, yeah. yes. So, I mean, you go from winning a championship to the bottom. The, the most boring season is a, is a 500 season. So what do you make of the storyline championship or bust that's been making the rounds? You know, I, here's what I like about it. I, I you, know, you kept hearing these guys say, we want to win the division and then go see where where it goes. I think everybody says – you know, comes in, especially a team this talented. You've got to come into the seats and stink in World Series. I don't have a problem with it. You know, I mean, it's, there's only going to be one team that, that can can win it all. And at the end of the day, we keep seeing, who cares if you win the division? Win 104 <laughs> games. Who well, cares? And, and I think the reasoning, yeah. too, we talked about it on the show earlier today, the fact that you lost to the same team in your division two years in a row, I think that's why everybody's even more so on edge now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a team that you finished 14 games right. in front of two years in a row. It just 
Um, it's a talented division, it, you know, but at the same time, I see this as a team that, that's going to win 100 games. Do they need to win 100 games to win the World Series? Nope. Absolutely not. Would I? I don't see it, with, especially with their bench, but I do I think that they could benefit from maybe uh, sitting Riley or or especially Arcia, um, you know, Albies and, and Olsen, maybe, maybe give – Maybe even get Ozuna start at first base every once in a while. He had just that to glove get on yesterday, yeah. That's right. You know, you know, use that DH spot in different ways. Maybe keep a bat in the lineup and get somebody off their feet. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see them do a little bit more of that this year. Here's why I know it's a true thing. To me, it's not a question. It's a statement. And that's my biggest beef with it. Don't ask the question. It's a statement because there's not a scenario, unless they're holding up a trophy, where anybody around here, myself included as a fan, myself included as a guy who works on air, that I would say it was a good season. You win 106, you lose to whoever before you hold a World Series trophy. I don't care, game five, game seven, game seven. It doesn't matter to me who the opponent is or what the circumstances are. You will. There's no scenario to say it was a good year other than winning a World Series. There's not one scenario. I will say this. It's the, it may have been the best team we've seen. It may have been this, but in terms of best year, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I will say we may ne- we may never see another offense like that. You know, th- how many years have we got, lived our lives for, you know, saying the twenty seven Yankees this and that? Well, we just saw a team that had a higher you know slugging percentage. Did you win the, the World Series? Didn't win the World Series. Yeah. So you saw and, a guy, and no one will remember the no. two thousand twenty three Braves. Yeah, nobody's going to remember. Right. They'll remember the records that Acuna yeah. set. But case in point, this offense was so profound that nobody's talking about Matt Olson's year. Yeah, that's how profound it was. <laughs> And yet it still comes up short. Yes. So I asked you yesterday or maybe the day before, uh, I asked you the pitching question. Yeah. And I don't know if you've thought about it a little bit since. Walk into that clubhouse tomorrow. Uh-huh. And on both sides, so again, so people know, there's sort of a major league side, and then there's sort of the backfield guy's side. But they're all in the same room. If you walked in that room, could you look around to any place in that locker room that you wanted? I'm going to take Spencer Strider out because he's a given, as in he's established. Are there three guys in there who you would say, I can, in my mind, even knowing how baseball works, see those three guys in a five-man rotation for six years to come. You know what? It'd be fun to, to, to try to predict the three, but at the same time, if you've been around the – or you, you, we've the all seen enough of the game. All of us have seen enough of the game for long enough to know that would be the dumbest thing you could try to do right. because last year if we would have sat there and said, who are the three guys, and you said, well, you know – Ian Anderson's here, and then, you know, Michael Soroka and Kyle Wright. I mean, we'll use those three. Right. Boom, all right, bye. We, we, and what did you say about – was it 2016? 16, you're, you're sitting there going, Whistler, so this is after the, the Dansby trade, which yeah. included oh Aaron Blair. You know, you're saying Whistler, Blair, Tukey Toussaint, um, you know, Fultonevich at that point right. in time. I mean, you, you've heard it so many times where Paul Snyder or other scouts have said – you need 20 pitchers to get two or three, you know, 10 pitchers to get one or two. It's it's as true as anything. Finding, developing, starting pitching. Uh, Keeping it standing upright, keeping it healthy, yeah. not being in a position where, wait, we're, we're going to trade him because we can get this piece back. Yeah. You know, and wondering, is he going to be better over there? But it's it's ridiculous to think that you can't find three guys to go. That's a six-year run right there. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to sit here and talk about it right now, which, oh, well, I can't wait to see what Hurston Waldrop does. I can't wait to see what A.J. Uh, Smith-Shaver does. And like you said, you already have Strider there. Now, you, now you're looking to further prospects. There's a kid named Spencer Schwellenbach who pitched at the University of Nebraska. 
a little bit older. Now we got two younger guys, Owen Murphy and um, uh, the Richie kid. I can't. Why well, I can't? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the first name. Uh, but what about two, Darius Fines? Darius Fines. I, I watched his live VP today. I really liked it. I don't know exactly. I don't see him as a top three type okay. guy, but a number four, number five, yeah, good, good uh, organizational depth. A guy who who could you know end up having a decent career. But in terms of just long term guys, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what. But already we we've got some of these guys are recovering from Tommy John. Two or three of those guys I just mentioned are recovering from. All Tommy right, we'll John. talk more about what you saw today at Live BP. I can't talk about it. We'll tell you why and everybody else why when we come back. Mark Bowen from MLB.com, Alistamino Cellini, co-hosting the Braves Clubhouse Report here on The Fan, the home of the Braves. It's The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The Braves Clubhouse Report on 680 The Fan. Cold months in the South mean that rodents, critters, and pests are trying to find a way into your warm house. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Aero Exterminators to keep your home pest-free inside and out. Aero protects homes and businesses and is the official pest control provider of Truist Park and the Braves. So you know you're getting the best from the best. To set up a free pest inspection, call 888-GO-AERO or visit AeroExterminators.com. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through March 21st, new customers can get started with 75 megabit internet for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. Here's more Braves talk from inside the clubhouse. This is the Atlanta Braves Clubhouse Report, presented by Arrow Exterminators on the home of the Braves, the Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Domino Cellini, the Braves Clubhouse Report. Mark Bowman is here with us from MLB.com. Down at spring training, going to be here all week long. So, Mark, quick story. Last year I'm watching Ian Anderson throw to Michael Harris. And the same slide. From right here. Yeah, from right here, where where we are in the press box right now. And the same slider that Michael Harris complimented a little bit later on, I complimented live on the air. Next thing you know, Tommy John surgery. So I can't talk about <laughs> I can watch, but I can't talk about what I saw. What did you see today? Well, I, uh, Max Freed through live VP today. It, you know, it, that was, it was good to see his, uh, you know, he looks completely healthy, obviously. He finished his final two months of last season uh, looking good. Ronald Acuna makes contact with everything. I mean, we, we, Here's a guy that, that I, you know, I was getting away from the pitchers, which is basically what a live BP is about. But it's basically the pitchers are so far ahead of the hitters, they're not supposed to make contact. Ronald doesn't miss anything anymore. He goes from a guy at 23% strikeout rate. He hits 40 homers and drops his strikeout rate to 11 Can I talk about what I saw his first two swings or no? I can't even talk about that. First one looked like it was a base hit through the hole at shortstop. Right. The second one, a base hit to center field. So to your point, I mean, he's just picking up where he left off. Yeah, that's fine. That was <laughs> against acceptable. Max Freed. That's that was acceptable. Okay. No more, though. No more. 
So can I tell you what I was told about Ronald last year? Yeah. And I, my opinion has changed about him a little bit. But I thought the contract was going to end up biting everybody in the ass around here because he was going to pull like an NFL-type deal yeah. where he just might say, I'm not showing up. Yeah. I'm not showing up. I want a new contract. And by the way, it was a terrible headline the other day. He didn't demand anything. No. He wasn't. That wasn't really – the headline was not really the story when he talked about, I want to be a brave for life. It was not about ripping up his contract today or else I'm not coming back tomorrow. But I was told last year by the training staff, he was their A student in the weight room, uh, not skipping out on anything, not having the year he had, him still showing up when it was his time to show up and do workouts. When I was told he was an A student by guys who didn't have to lie to me, we're not talking on air, this wasn't a bump for Ronald Acuna. This was them telling me – and then, so the point is, this morning I hear, and he's in better shape this year. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's been a lot of fun to see him mature as a, physically, but just to become a father, become a, you know, to like another kid you saw from 19 years old. And, and like you said, when he came in here the other day, he did not demand a contract. He was as happy as can be talking about, you know, how cool it was to be around Shohei and others during mm-hmm. the winter and all of a sudden, hey, I'm sorry I didn't play all that well in the division series. And, hey, by the way, guys, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have walked away. He didn't have to, you know, in terms of walk, you know, not talking to the media, he doesn't have to do any of that stuff. And then, you know, the, it was just an easy softball question. Hey, do you want to be with the Braves the rest of your life? And he says, yes. Okay, well, he didn't, you know, that should have just been. It wasn't hey, or great. else. Yeah, it well, was the headline, the headline, basically, and I'm going to paraphrase, Ronald Acuna looking for a new contract. <laughs> So I was like, well, that's not really what I heard, but okay, if we're going to go with that. There's another radio station maybe in the, you know, middle of Georgia there. I don't know what we call it. You know, I'm I'm not supposed to say that name, right? You know, whatever. Anyhow, another radio station there in Atlanta that they may have said that that he he was thinking about holding out. Hey, man. Um, yeah, I haven't heard any of that, and I don't think that's going to happen. Now, I will tell you I don't that know where I, that's coming from. Yeah, but I, it's, not, it's not a baseball thing. You know no, but, I mean? I, but I'm going to – so I will say, though, I have said when I realized that – and I think it was – I was trying to think if it was uh, Soto's numbers were sort of coming out. Uh, there was a couple other deals. I don't know. Oh, Machado. And I said, Ronald Cooney is going to wake up one morning, and he's not only going to realize he's relatively speaking underpaid, he's overwhelmingly underpaid. And I said, if you didn't have maturity, there's going to be that. <coughs> I, you know, I don't know if I. <coughs> yeah. What you do when you you don't you need a day off tomorrow? I thought that could happen because yeah. I wasn't sure if he was mature. If there enough. was any of that, I wasn't there. sure if he was mature enough to handle numbers that started with threes. Yeah, three hundred million, three hundred forty million, and I said, this guy. He, he might get a little bit pissy. But, Mark, maybe you can back me on this. If there was any of that there, not to say it was, but after he got hurt, this newfound appreciation yep. for the yep. game and how easily it can be taken away, that's all gone now. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he's a joy to be around all the time. I've, You know, it's he, just like any other young player I've ever covered, you, you, you get your, you know, your growing pains and, you know, trying to get kids are going to be kids like we were all, you know, Jackasses at times when we were in our younger twenties. Him saying and some of know, us into our thirties, Mark, yeah, exactly. into our forties, forties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. him, him saying though that I should have spoke last year after the after the postseason was the best one for me. That's what I took out of that because he didn't have to. He wasn't going to be pressed on that. It's months later. It was a bad move then. The yeah. fact that he knows now it was a bad move. Good. He had his one. Yeah. Can't do it again if it happens again as early as this year. Yeah. You just now know what the responsibility of being a great player on a great team who didn't win, what you have to do. you got to stand there and take it. Yeah, I said that, you know, as soon as it happened. I said, look, this is not the f- first time it's happened. I'm pretty sure Chipper and maybe Chef both did that to us after 2003. There's, there's 
times you just don't want to talk and you're mad. The one thing I've always thought of, it's not necessarily for the media people. It's right. for the teammates that are sitting there. Right. They had to take and all the That was our approach. I yeah. mean, we've talked about that. Yeah. Going back to the days of John Rocker when he wasn't talking to anybody and everybody had to speak for John Rocker. Yeah. It's not fair to the other people in that clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, that's the whole thing. But you know what? I He's very respected in that clubhouse. I, You know, I, I really, like I said, it, it, it's been fun to see him. You know, not only become this incredible player that, that mm-hmm. people are going to be talking to long after we're we're gone, uh, but but just to become a, you know, a, a fun guy to be around. All right, you know, I don't know if Kevin McAlpin has done this. If he has, I apologize. Um, I'm going to give you some names of guys on the Braves team. One, three, five words let's, about them. Yeah, let's do that when we come back. Got to take one more break? break. One more. Oh, one right. more quick break, oh. and then you're going to put Mark Bowman on the spot. Yeah, and you better get it right too, <laughs> or else. <laughs> I don't know, or else what, but or else. <laughs> Braves Clubhouse Report, Mark Bowman is here with us from MLB.com. Domino and Cellini on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. This is the Braves Clubhouse Report, exclusively on 680 The Fan. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello. She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh, no. His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC. The 2 p.m. hour is brought to you by Southern Exteriors, the Southeast premier home exterior solution. Quality and precision you can rely on for over 20 years. Visit southernexteriors.co. You're listening to the Braves Clubhouse Report, presented by Arrow Exterminators, exclusively on Atlanta's sports station, the home of the Braves, the fan. Down here at spring training, Mark Bowman from MLB.com with us. Domino Angelini sitting in today during the Braves clubhouse report. All right, Domino, yeah, as promised. Just real quick, I don't know if you've ever done this or thought about it this way. One, three, five words, whatever it is, short little burst, Max Freed, what's the first thing you think of? Uh, intense competitor, just incredible. Uh, Travis Dorno. Uh Great baseball IQ. Do you think he's going to be a manager if he wants to be? He can be if he wants to be. Yeah. He adds to, you and I have talked about this, my list was DeRosa, Prado, David Ross. That was my list. I think I'm ready to add Travis Darno to it. If he wants to, I think he can do it. Great great communication skills. That pitching staff is that much better with him around. Austin Riley. Incredible power. I mean, I just – yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great things. Were you there when he – has he said it to you what his goal is this year, why he lost a few pounds? He wants him in a gold glove. glove. Yeah, he said it out loud. Yeah. I give him credit for saying it out loud. He's not trying to, he's not trying to muffle it. He yeah. said it out loud. Ozzy Albies. Just joyful. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think just one word. I mean, yeah, give me a couple. Just like, what do you think of when just, you just incredible? He's 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 got the energy you want to a player. To we, have. we talk about him being the lifeline. Yeah, yeah. On this team. Yeah, he he's the guy that. So, Snit says it all the time. If if everyone had as much fun playing the game as Ozzy, it, it would you know everyone would be playing it right. And I would also tell you as overwhelmingly underpaid as Ronald Acuna is, I could say the same thing <laughs> and then add. To what Ozzy Albies Oof. is, and what what and about he comes? He comes with more smiles. You know. know, top ten MLB Network t- not having him on the top ten second baseman. And by the way, I know that you're associated with the yeah. family. Yeah. So what? Do you, what? Do you, how does that happen? I, I, I get from what I understand that was like the shredder. It's the computer, and I'm guessing it was because they, it was it, it, 
factored in uh, stats from what was it? What was that? That was 2023 last year. He missed time in 22. So yes. something, whatever. So, so it was not. It, good. it was. I don't think there was a single MLB Network employee that would have had that list. Right. I think it was a computer. Okay. All right. You do. I'm pretty sure that was the shredder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt Olson. Oh, the, the the perfect replacement. I mean, I you couldn't ask. For, I mean, to replace Freddie Freeman is asking, you know, the world. And, and here's a guy not only with, with his production, uh, his personality, everything. That the perfect. It was genius what Alex and Thought yeah. did. Genius. Yeah. Now I think if and they it got both, done so quickly. I think if they both both sides, Freddie and yeah. Alex, had to do it all over again, it would be different. It's but, one phone call. You're one phone call yeah. away from Freddie Freeman. But being here the first you are baseman. with Matt Olson. Yeah, just it, it's. It's just great. And it's worked out well for everyone. Matt came home. Freddie's going to the Grammys and wearing Louboutins and all kind of stuff. Can you believe you know, that whatever. when you first laid eyes on Freddie, he's doing this now? <laughs> 19-year-old Freddie. What an amazing it's, transformation. He, 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 was, he sort of had baby Yui in him, and now he's sort of this guy who goes to events like that. Yeah, exactly. I texted him the other day after he, they had Charlie's son out there uh, taking grounders. I said, you know, that's awesome. He said, today was a great day. So Good. to think a couple years ago – where he was, the state of mind, and he was crushed. He's happy out there, and it's all good. Sean Murphy. Whew. Intense. Doesn't say much. No, intense. I got, you know, it's been a little bit easier. You've cracked that egg a little bit more, but uh, that, that incredible arm. He's got a better arm than even uh, his high school uh, predecessor, Kirk Herbstreit. Matt Olson <laughs> told me that him being here his second year last year, the year he had, he expects Sean Murphy to be settled in where his second year will actually be a better year than the year he had last year because of a settling factor. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be that much more comfortable, but at the same time, he knows how to he knows how to prepare a little bit better for the Atlanta Heat. Maybe, you know, remember, he carried a very heavy workload there early in the season. Snit told second, us that on yeah, Monday as yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, that second half, the production went, and it's it's not easy to catch in Atlanta, and I think he's probably learned a little bit. All right. Anybody else? Well, the changes to the coaching staff behind the scenes, how do you think that changes the day-to-day operations, if at all? I mean, I think not having Wash around is is big for anyone. He he was that guy who was out there, worked tirelessly with anybody. I I saw him out here at 2.30 one day last year with Luke Williams. I mean, he's willing to work with anybody. And his dedication to his craft, um, what was the energy he brought, it just – you know, that's tough to replace, but at the same time, they've got a great, uh, maybe a future manager there with, with Tui Asasopo, uh, Matt Tui Asasopo. So we'll see um, exactly what kind of impact that has. Walt Weiss will do a great job working with yeah. the infielders, that kind of stuff. But it was, let's just say this, it was a pleasure to be around Wash all those years and whatever the Braves have done over the last seven years, and what they'll do in the next seven, Wash's fingerprints will remain there. You two talked to Wash off the air way more than I did, but I'll, I'll say in my limited opportunities to talk to Wash off the air, as entertaining as it was on the air, 10 times, 20 times, 50 times more entertaining off the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I got a story I'll tell you guys when we go off the air that just, it just, it's perfect Wash, but I mean, it, it, not too many. Uh, conversations with with him wouldn't have gone just beep 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 beep, but it, it just it, yeah, it, a lot of full, editing had to be full done. energy and uh, he's the he's is a guy's guy and just a, a perfect baseball guy. Last thirty seconds, you don't have to bump. This is not you waving pom poms. This facility compared to from a baseball point of view, we can get done. This facility compared to Orlando. 
Oh, well, Orlando. Disney was great for the, Bra- for the Braves, and the Braves were great for Disney for about five, six, seven years, and then Disney quit caring about, you know, that facility. They didn't update it. This one's perfect. You have everything you want here. Uh, I love the area. It's quiet. It's not touristy, but it's, you know, it, it, it not only this facility, but the surrounding area. Uh, it's the perfect spot for spring training. And uh, we did appreciate the restaurant recommendation. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Last yeah. night, the uh, Lock and Key Pub and Grub. Yeah, Lock that and bar. Key. That bar was crowded, brother. I, I don't know what happens every day, but that's like a Tuesday. And I was like, what in the holy hell is going on? And we say there? it not just to say where we went to dinner. If you're coming down, I mean, Mark yeah. Bowman knows the places, and we need to be the Pied Piper and um, let yeah. the people know. I, I, I always kind of – kind of concerned about giving recommendations because i don't want you know a lot of people going there the well that's well, the point yeah <laughs> but there, there were a lot of work for us last, last night. night yeah yeah I don't we, know. Were, we weren't going to yeah that one that one's not tell everybody real quick what's the service they provide at the end of the night if you need it oh yeah it's stumpy's uh <laughs> golf cart they take you up and down the minnesota key there, they bring so. you home yeah we're gonna They'll need that home. golf cart tonight <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, we appreciate it but thank you very much right. for stopping in Yep, thank you. There he is, Mark Bowman, MLB.com, and want to thank him and want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen. Colin Madden back in the studio as well. And that's going to wrap up the Braves Clubhouse Report. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Domino and I are back tomorrow at 11 right here in Northport. It's the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Thanks for joining us for the latest on your Atlanta Braves on WCNN North Atlanta, a Dickey Broadcasting Station. Join the fan every Wednesday at 2 p.m. for all the latest news on your Atlanta Braves. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.